Welcome to Conversations Live. For more than a decade, we've brought you the best in books, entertainment, celebrity interviews, and current events. When the movers and shakers of the world have something to say to you, they say it to us first. Here's your host, Cyrus Webb. Welcome back, everyone, to Conversations Live. I'm your host, Cyrus Webb. Glad you all could join us once again. But for our radio audience here in Mississippi at WYAD 94.1 FM and WYADonline.com, we're glad that you all could be with us. Also, it's tuning in to our online affiliates around the world. We're glad you all could be with us as well. We're excited to welcome best-selling author Phoebe Leona to our program today. Phoebe's celebrating a brand-new book this year that I think will definitely inspire you but also remind you of the possibilities in your own life. The book is called Dear Radiant One, an emotional recovery story and transformational guide to embody the dance of life. We'll talk to Phoebe about the figurative use of dance in this book, but also what it's been like for her to be on this journey and, of course, to be able to show other people what's possible. If you all are just now finding out about the book, we'll let you know how to get your own copy of it. Phoebe, thank you so much for the time. Really appreciate it. Oh, thank you so much, Cyrus, for inviting me here. It's such a pleasure. Well, well, look, the pleasure is definitely all ours, and this book I think is so timely and it's important because I think at the, at the core of it for me, Phoebe, is about the vulnerability, the vulnerability of yourself being able to open up and allow us to see your own journey, but also to allow us to see how we can do the same thing. So what has that experience been like for you to share your own personal experiences and see the connections that are being made through it? Mm, thank you for that. You know, I – I'll give a little bit of how much I share so people understand what, what I'm sharing that's so vulnerable was I shared a lot of my story of um, my childhood trauma of being raised by my father, who was a Vietnam veteran, so he was very much um, dealing with PTSD, but we didn't have that terminology at the time. So all of this, you know, all that he was dealing with, all of the symptoms of, of trauma, like flashbacks and just uncontrollable rage were affecting my childhood. And so that was a ripple effect throughout the rest of my life of the relationships I chose and the situations I chose to be in. And so in the book, I was really unpacking these very vulnerable moments of, you know, protecting my father and, and these secrets that I carried for so long because I was not only protecting myself and these stories, but also the people that I love so dearly. And so the the story of getting there was it was really first important that I felt grounded and safe and, and had a clear intention on how I was going to share the story with others. It wasn't just about me and the story that I went through, but also how could it be of service to turn that, you know, turn that opportunity for the reader to invite them into their own vulnerability. But it was also this um, opportunity to you know make sure my mom my father had passed away by this time but my mom you know was part of her vulnerable story so I wanted to make sure she felt good and safe so there was a bit of that journey too of you know having her read it before and making sure she felt good and gave her blessing to go forward with it so really it was making sure everybody in all of the characters including myself felt safe and that this was necessary. It wasn't just there to expose what was there um, from the past, but to really be, like I said before, of service to ask the reader, 
especially like you said, during these times right now, when we are all in a very vulnerable state of being, you know, the last two years, our old life has been taken away and we're, we're really being questioned to, um, you know, question it and say, okay, what is important to me? What are the stories I've been carrying this whole time? What do I want to release? What do I want to lean into? And so I do see how Dear Radiant One is an invitation for, for people to lean into their own vulnerabilities. And we do it in a a very interesting, fun, and deep way. <laughs> yeah. And so to that point then, let me ask you about, well, two things. One, about dance, because that is a part of yeah. your life. Literal dance is a part of your life. What was it like for you to think of figuratively the role of dance in processing life, but also yeah. to navigate life? Yeah, well, I was always I was always a dancer. I had that tool within me my whole life before I started even studying professional, you know, studying in school and then I went on as a profession and I was always seeing the how I was moving my body was really being reflected on how I was moving in life. And this, you know, I had amazing teachers that would give us, you know, what we call in yoga dharma talks, right, Pur- purposeful talks, motivational talks. And whenever I would, you know, receive these talks, I was realizing, oh, there's something bigger going on here. It's not about just, the, quote, unquote, the moves that we're learning, you know, the steps that we're learning in a dance, but it's actually how we're interacting and, and having relationship with life and with people as we're outside of the studio or outside of the stage. And so I I had that lesson within myself um, from a very young age because of that. And I realized, you know, the way that, that this mantra that one of my yoga teachers has always said to me is how you do anything is how you do everything. And so when we look at the challenges that are we're faced with in life, let's say it's, um, you know, a relationship that brings up a lot of anger. Well, if we're not actually dancing with it, if we're trying to control it, and we're saying, okay, anger doesn't belong here right now, and we push it down, well, it's going to, it's an energy. It's going to find its way somewhere else, whether it's in, like, the story that I share in my book is it really manifested in my body. I had a lot of illness that was the heat of anger in my body. But, you know, for somebody else, it might just be that they blow up, you know, and road rage and screaming at, you know, random people in traffic. So it, that, that energy is going to go somewhere. So if we don't lean into it and dance with it and honor that, uh, that is where the dance comes in, is that we have to understand that that anger, or as that example, is our dance partner, and how can we see it and be with it and, and, and play with it. Right. And I think, so before we go any further then, Phoebe, I definitely want to talk about the title of the book and Mm -hmm. the challenge even in that. Because the title of the book is Dear Radiant One, but there are so many people that do not see their own value. They do not see their own worth. They don't see their own possibilities. So I guess an obvious question Mm -hmm. would be, because this is first your message, Mm -hmm. when did you see that in yourself? When did you see your own radiance? (laughs) Oh, uh, that's an interesting question because I think that I can't say that there was a moment in time. I think it was definitely over over a period of time. The story that I share, um, well, the many stories that I share is I had these moments where I had people in my life that reflected it back. Like I had 
my father, who I have, as I unpack in the book, a very complicated relationship with, but he was so supportive. He was always showing me that I I was this radiant being and that I could do anything um, that I wanted to do. But, you know, life happens, like all of us, you know, we learn these lessons that teach us otherwise. And I had these glimmers of it every once in a while, but I think it wasn't really until my father died in 2013 and I went through the divorce, which I unpack in in the book, where it was this invitation of, you know, you've been living a life for other people and sort of been playing small and lost that light, that radiance. And so that this past nine years has been this journey of, many layers of unfolding and getting deeper and deeper into really reconnecting to that light, that radiance that you speak of, of, you know, constantly remembering. And, and now that is more the normal conversation rather than the other conversation of, you know, just play small, don't do that. You know, all of the negative self-talk that keeps you from that space of claiming your radiance. And again, that's why this message is, I think, so important for all of us. I want to say for those who are just tuning in, though, he's on the radio side or online. You're listening to Conversations Live. We're excited to welcome Phoebe Leona to our program today. Phoebe's the author of the new book, Dear Radiant One, An Emotional Recovery Story and Transformational Guide to Embody the Dance of Life. We're going to remind you how you can get your own copy of the book, but also stay connected with Phoebe as well. Phoebe, uh, the power of words comes through in this book, not only, of course, in the almost affirmations that you share for us to be able to mm-hmm. to read and to feel in ourselves. But I want to talk about the letters because the letters also play a part mm-hmm. in this as well. Because what I what I took away from the letters, and I'm curious as to your own intent as the, the writer, is that you really cannot heal what you do not address. And whether we're talking about yeah. fear or shame or guilt, there's so many things that you write these letters to, it is, for one, acknowledging it. How much of the battle is that? Because there are so many people who try to bury things. Why was it important for you to acknowledge it first? My, the mantra that I live by is awareness is the transformation. And I think that that is the hardest step in this whole journey, <laughs> is, mm. is turning that light on, is recognizing, oh, I have a lot of fear here and I have been making unconscious choices for so long based in fear, right? That moment that we start to realize, oh, fear has been driving this whole time. Then we have, then we have our power back to say, okay, um, fear, I don't, you know, I don't want you to make these choices anymore. I get to actually make more conscious choices from a place of love or from a place of strength. And so that, that is the key is that just simply that awareness think that it's something we we have been somewhat conditioned over time to not listen to those voices within ourselves that you can call intuition or something bigger than ourselves whatever you identify with but we've been conditioned over time to not listen to that or honor these what we call those you know shadowy emotions of shame and guilt they sort of start to become the louder voice but we don't identify them as shame or guilt they're just our voice right but when we really unpack it it's oh no that's the voice of my mom when she would you know yell at me as a child or what my teacher said to me or society or whatever and we start to layer all these other voices in and identify them as our voice 
And I think, again, that's why this this conversation, like I keep saying, is, is so important. Did, did it feel like you were – I mean, you have transformation in the subtitle there. Uh, but <laughs> did you feel like you were writing something that was transformational as it was coming together, Phoebe? Yes, I did. And, and you mentioned in the last question about the, the letters. So I write letters to the emotions. And I knew – that I needed to be really super vulnerable for for the reader to enter into that space for themselves, right? It it couldn't just be another book that had a, you know a story of my transformation or somebody else in another book's transformation. It really was this invitation for the reader to step into their own transformation, and for me to get into that vulnerable space, I wanted to write those letters to the emotions. So I write letters to fear and to anger and to shame and guilt, but then the lighter emotions of joy and gratitude and love as an invitation for me to just, first of all, dig in deep with that because writing in journals was always a practice that felt really good and safe for me. And then that was able, that gave me that to invite the reader in and say, okay, do you want to come on this journey with me? (laughs) Are you ready to step into this the space of transformation. And sometimes, and I've had this with, you know, friends who are reading it or family, they said, listen, I can't read the chapter on anger. I am just not ready to get there today. I said, it's okay. It's an invitation. You walk away, you come back when you're ready or go to the next chapter, right? So it is definitely an invitation into that transformation, but the reader ultimately has the choice in how far they want to go with that. Yeah. I asked you earlier about seeing your own radiance, right? I want to ask you a a similar question, but I think also an equally important one for our audience because I think there are are so many people I've struggled uh, myself, and I've talked about on our platform, about uh, embracing um, success, embracing gifts. So I want to ask you about, about that for yourself. Have you gotten to a place Phoebe, at this juncture of your journey with all that you've done, are you Mm -hmm. able to look in the mirror and to tell yourself that you're proud of yourself? Mm, Thank you so much for asking me that. Yes, I definitely have. And I think that this book was a huge pivotal moment for me to be able to say that. Just the fact that I was able to share all that I did share stories that I had never shared before because I was protecting and I loved my mother and my father so so much that I wanted to honor them. But it, it was such a weight that I had to carry for so long. And, and because of some of the choices that I made or didn't make, I carried a lot of shame that I hadn't really fully addressed. And so when I was writing this book, it was looking in the mirror and seeing it and still loving and choosing to love myself. And, and then putting it out there to the world was this just releasing that huge weight of, oh, I don't have to carry this anymore. It's out there and everybody's still good and fine and I'm, you know, I'm thriving. And so I do, I get to look in the mirror and I actually share in the book too, there was a period in my life where I had horrible skin, um, you know, a lot of uh, acne. And so I had a really hard time looking in my in the mirror at that time in my life. And so I'm so proud to be able to look in the mirror and say, okay, you did it. Keep going. And, you know, you're living in alignment with your purpose. So it's such a gift to have that, that feeling. Yes. Thank you for asking me that. 
So, so then what is your hope for the reader as they pick up Dear Radiant One, as they hear conversations like this that you're having? What do you mm-hmm. hope the book does for them? Yeah. My hope is really to lean in with curiosity, curiosity about, you know, first might, it just might be my story, but then curiosity of, oh, well, how is this invoking that emotion within me? How am I responding to it? And being able to have that really open, lovingly gentle conversation with themselves to get to know different aspects of themselves. The reason I, I chose the word radiance is because radiance holds everything, the light and the dark. It's not just everything is rainbows and butterflies and we made it and we're perfect, right? We get to really make friends with those darker, shadowy parts of ourselves. They're not to get rid of, but to make make friends with. And so that's what I really would love for anybody out there who reads this book is to fall in love with themselves, all of themselves, and remember that they're this radiant, dynamic being. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, it is a, a very, I think, powerful read, but also a necessary one, especially for those that are looking to identify those areas that may be holding them back, but also realizing yeah. where they can go. I think that is the, the great thing here. Again, everyone, mm-hmm. Phoebe Leona has been our guest. Dear Radiant One is the book, An Emotional Recovery Story and Transformational Guide to Embody the Dance of Life. The book's available now through our friends at Amazon.com, both the Kindle edition as well as the print edition, or, of course, through your favorite local bookstore if they don't have it. I know they'd be more than happy to order it for you. And, Phoebe, how can our audience stay connected with you? Yes, I would love that. They can find me at my website, phoebeleona.com, which is simply my name. And I'm also on social media, being Facebook and Instagram, so they can follow me there and send me messages. And I would just love to hear, especially if you're out there and, you know, this message resonates with you and you get the book, I would love to hear how that journey is going for you. Phoebe, congratulations to you again. So glad we had a chance to chat and looking forward to our next conversation together. Yes, me too. Thank you so much, Cyrus. I greatly appreciate this time. Uh, The pleasure is definitely all mine, and we thank your audience for tuning in to another great segment of Conversations Live. Until next time, I'm your host, Cyrus Webb, saying as always, enjoy your day, enjoy your life, enjoy your world. Thank you all for choosing Conversations Live, and let's go make today amazing. Take care.